Hey, everybody. Check it out. Uh, new season, new exciting episodes on my radio podcast. Uh, keeping it simple, stupid. Just started my, um, just refurbished. Is that a word I should use for that? I refurbished my YouTube page. So I'm going to throw some more content up there. If you haven't already, feel free to go on YouTube right now as we speak and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, I'm releasing some uh, um, old um, comedy clips, whatever, some some progressive clips. You can see how my comedy has grown in the time. I don't really use a lot of hashtags. I was really self-conscious about my material. Um, I didn't really trust it, but um, I've gotten so many. I, I've, I've got, I received, I'm trying to use you uh, right words. I received um, some um, kudos from my album. Thank you, everybody who's purchased it or uh, was checking for it. Um, so many kudos that um, I decided to say, hey, you know what? Hey, you can't go further if you don't put yourself out there. You know what I'm saying? It's like shooting your shot, right, fellas? If you don't, you miss 100% of the shots you do not take. Those are facts. Absolute facts. You know how many shots I've missed by not taking them? Take the shot. Now, sometimes, hand, hand over my heart, standing up, um, Trump voice, um, I've missed a lot of those shots. But at least I took them. That's not the point that you didn't that you took them. It's the point is you got to take them in order to see if you're gonna make it or you know you got to shoot your shots. That's even for ladies too. I don't want to make it seem like men are the only one out here shooting their shots. I know some 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 ladies out here who are shooting their shots, and um, I don't know if they're bricking them. I don't know if they're building a house. I don't know if they're laying those eggs. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I just know that you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And that's what I'm doing now. And during this pandemic, I'm shooting every shot that I can. And I'm going to put out as much content as I can. Not just for you all. Not for just you, the listeners, the ones and twos. I'm putting it out there for my children. So when they go up, they know, when they grow up and they're able to go on my YouTube channel, when I'm, um, whether I'm alive or dead, 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 they'll be able to say, hey, my daddy was all right. He was all right. He was a real piece of. He was a real piece of work. He was. He was famous. My daughter already thinks I'm, I'm viral. I only have twenty subscribers. She thinks I'm viral. She's like, "Daddy, oh my god, you're viral!" You know, uh, I love my daughter. Uh, but anyway, we're going to get that. Today's guest is going to be great. We got my man Jim Bryan from the Church of Satire going to be on. Uh, so without any further ado, um, Deja, why don't you um, take it away for me, baby girl? Shall we? Surely. The same my name. My name is Deja Brown. And you're, and you're listening to the open mic. The open mic podcast. podcast. Pop, 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 podcast. Uh huh. Did y'all hear me drink water? Did y'all hear me drink water? Did you hear me drink water? Cause I was sipping on some water. Whatever. Welcome to the Open Mic Radio Podcast. 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 Season two of the podcast. Podcast. Season two of the podcast. Podcast. 
Yeah, I'm doing seasons, y'all. And what seasons, I mean, not so much for y'all, because y'all are getting consistency. They're getting consistent content. But for me, I'm literally recording eight episodes in like a week, and then releasing them once a week. And then, boom! Then I do like a, a, a season finale where I record one episode where it's just me, where I basically talk about all the current events that we missed. Only the hot ones. Only the hot topics. I say I'm only talking about the hot topics. The hot topics. Hot topics. On the hot topics. Podcast. 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 Open mic. Radio. Podcast. 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 Mm. I had a good Father's Day. I guess we're going to talk about some some Father's Day stuff. I don't know. I got kids. You got kids? How was your Father's Day if you're a father listening? How was your Father's Day? F- feel free to email me at openmicradiopodcast at gmail.com. I'll read them. I'll read them. I promise you. I'll read all of them. Think about starting a Patreon. Patreon. A Patreon. How much should I charge? Ones and twos? You got some spare change for your boy? You got some spare change for your boy? A couple of coins? Shout out to the Bad and Boozy Podcast for having me as a guest. The Black Guy, The Tips. Three Guys On. And the Barbershop with Reese Waters. Reese Waters, y'all. Mm, mm, mm. It's the podcast, 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 podcast. Yeah. How was my Father's Day? My Father's Day was great, y'all. Uh, shout out to my daughter who held me down. Uh, my son, he's he, you know he's only in it for the rewards. He's not in it for the for the uh, pleasant streets, if that makes sense. Did I say pleasant streets, right? Well, you know what I mean. He's not in it for the work. He's not in it to lay the concrete down. He's just in it to cut the ribbon. That's what he's in it for. He's ready for the photo op. Daddy, with a photo op at? We taking pictures? We going out to eat? I'm hungry. What are we doing for dad? Hey, man, you gonna bake the cake? Nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat it though. I'm gonna eat the cake. I'm gonna eat the cake if you want me to eat the cake, cause that's what I do. I'm a cake eater. I eat that cake, you know. Um, <laughs> so uh, they bought me. Um, so that morning, um, the woman forced me to work out. So I worked out with her. And um, and by the way, I don't want to brag or anything, but I have my stomach is virtually almost disappearing. Uh, if I was out in these streets right now, I would be a hot toddy. But I'm not in these streets right now. Not like that. Not like that. No. Not like that. <laughs> but I'm out here. And um, my stomach is getting down a lot. Uh, I can't wait to find out how much percentage, my percentage fat I have lost and my body fat and my muscle, you know. Uh, I was 273 pounds. People maybe 275. I don't know. Maybe 275, maybe 273. I don't know. But uh, I'm in the 250 range now. I'm, I'm getting closer. So I'm trying to get into them 240s. I'm trying to see what them, what them 40s is hitting on, you know what I'm saying? What them 240s hitting on, you know. And I did it simply by... Uh, uh, eating a lot of greenery, working out, doing hit exercises. Um, hit is really good for your knees and really bad for your knees at the same time. Um, um, 
hit exercise, high interval intensity um, training, high intensity interval training. That's what is. I always get the eyes confused, but though there's two eyes in the middle, and uh, I've been doing that as as well. But um, back to Father's Day. So um, I did that, and um, then my daughter kept coming back. How you want your coffee, Daddy? Daddy, how you want your coffee? Coffee? How you want your daddy coffee? Daddy, how you want your coffee? How you want your coffee? And I'm like, uh, just give you know, just give me um, black. And I like mine's black with a with just a splash of cream and um, two stevas, two stevas. And um, she put the stevas in there. But the reason why she was asking me this, she told me to take a shower, so I had to take a shower because I was sweaty. And uh, the reason why I had, to, I had to, I knew this is because she wanted me to take a shower, so I go upstairs to get the coffee, and they bought me a coffee mug. And the coffee mug is a, it's freaking amazing. When hot heat, it's a regular black mug, but when hot heat hits it, um, the mug reveals pictures. They bought pictures, and it's a picture of my children and and, and me. And 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 I'm holding my wrestling belt, and it's it's really it's really good. And then when it cools off, the the pictures the pictures of the mug disappear. It's gone. And um, yeah. So um, I didn't cry. Y'all cried. And then uh, there's a nice picture frame uh, of me, world's greatest dad, with a picture of my family and some and and, and pictures of my ch- my children um, as well. Uh, so I had a pretty good Father's Day. I came front. It was probably one of the better fathers. All, all the Father's Days are great, um, uh, but this particular Father's Day was pretty good. At, uh, it was pretty good. It's pretty. It was a pretty good. It was pretty good Father's Day. I came front. It was a pretty good Father's Day. Um, I also um, immediately afterwards they played a prank on me. My daughter the next day played a prank on me on the TikTok. We do TikToks all the time, and doing TikToks and she turned around and TikTok TikTok water on my head. I don't know how we got there that fast, but uh love my daughter. That's my baby girl. I she's the one she is the one. She's the one that's gonna keep me out the nursing home. She won't let me go in the nursing home. I, pr- I promise you she won't put me in a nursing home. I promise you that she would not put me in a nursing home. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. She may. I don't. I don't. I, I can't. I can't promise you that. I'll be honest with you. I can't promise you that. I don't know how she's gonna be. She's seven. She's ten now. She has ten more years. I don't know. She's about to be a teenager. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, where was my soundboard? I don't know who's listening to this, but why y'all ain't say Mike? Get your soundboard together. Where's my soundboard at? Where's my soundboard? There we go. Oh, oh heckies now. Oh, oh heckies now. <laughs> My my soundboard. Oh, boom! I got it. My soundboard's right here. My my soundboard's right here. Give me laughter. <laughs> uh, tonight's guest, we're going to have my man Jim Bryan on. Um, but before we go into all of that, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back with the Open Bike Radio podcast. Can I get some cheering and some clapping, please? Yeah. We'll be right back, y'all. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Greg Stevens, a.k.a. Black Mayonnaise. You're listening to the Open Mic Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, and we're back. Welcome. Welcome back. 
Welcome back to the other side of the episode of the Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Brown. And um, as promised, um, I got our guest here for this evening. This man, um, uh, he, he's a comedian, and he decided to take his talents to the entrepreneurship side of comedy and start his own thing because he saw there was uh, greener pastures on that side. Funny as hell, club owner, uh, and just a real good dude. Uh, he gave me a shout-out there at Hanover, PA. The name of the club is the Church of Satire. I want to give it up for my man, the owner, Mr. Jim Bryan. Start clapping for that man right now. What's up, Jim? How you doing, Mike? I'm doing fine, man. Uh, uh, real quick, as you're receiving the adulation from the audience in the room, um, a.k.a. my soundboard, um, <laughs> how was your father's day? It was good. Thank you for asking. How was yours? Hey, man, I can't complain. Um, the kids, uh, well, well, my daughter, because my son is seven. He's only in it for the adulations and the, he's only in it for the rewards of the of the Father's Day presentation. Like, he, he doesn't do none of the baking, but he wants some of the cake. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying. So he doesn't really care about, he's not into all the extra stuff. He's like, just put my name on the card. Uh, just let me know when he wants to spend the money in the card or, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> I want some of that money. So, but my yeah, daughter. I got a card. I got some homemade cards. Mm. Uh, one of my kids' cards had a candy bar on the front of it because, you know, sometimes I get him candy bars and stuff, but he's little, so it just looked like a big old turd with the word <laughs> Snickers written on it in black <laughs> magic marker, you know, and I was like, ah, thought that counts, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's all that, that's all that matters. Uh, like, here you go, Dad. <laughs> no, the man, you give me give me a card, big old turd of shit on it. What are you doing? You know, yeah. <laughs> Dad, here you go. Yeah. They went, they went. Um, I can't front. My family went. Uh, they went above the uh, what I expect. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know if the bar of Father's Day is so low as a as a as a unit as a community. Uh, <laughs> that that uh, I was like, man, they really went over the top. They got me this. They they bought me this mug, right? It's a, and I brag about this mug because no one's allowed to touch my mug. This is my mug, Jim. Um, the mug, it's just a regular black mug, right? But when you put hot liquid in it, the mug changes into another mug. And um, in, in my mug, because it's my mug, uh, has pictures of myself and my kids, and it says "World's Greatest Dad." Ah, that's nice, man. Yeah. That's nice. I got a mug. I got a mug just because I'm a creature of habit. It doesn't have anything special written on it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. But, uh, yeah, man, so um, real quick, I I was telling people, uh, I performed there at the Church of Satire. You have a, uh, it's a a wonderful audience. It's a a great location. Um, I had a great time. It's very loose. Um, Just talk about um, the Church of Satire and, um, Let's do it. Yeah, what did all you 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 performed amazing too, mate? Burnt the place down, buddy. Oh man, you ain't got to say all that, man. I did kill that bitch, though, didn't I? Yeah, you did. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you did, man. I remember watching it. I was out in the lobby and I looked at the I looked at the girls working at the counter. I was like, man, damn it, man, he is just flamethrower in this place right now. (laughs) It was good. It was fun to be a part of, man. Then afterwards, you remember afterwards. you was like, hey, thanks for giving me my first chance. I said, man, you never said that when we first started talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. this pandemic really put the damper on a lot of stuff. It was my first chance to, uh, it was just, yeah, it was my very first road gig. 
Uh, uh, you was clue. great, man. Yeah, you were great. Proud of you for that album too, buddy. Uh, thank you, man. I got to I got to copy yours too. We'll get to that, Jim. Talk about how you got to the Church of Satire. What made you start the Church of Satire? Oh well, honestly, man. Like I I, um, I started back doing stand up comedy a, a long time ago in 2002 mm-hmm. in New York, and then I was doing it in Las Vegas up until about 2007. But um, I met my wife when I was in Vegas. She was from Pennsylvania. And, you know, we moved back here to PA, whatever, and started having kids and all that stuff. And so I stopped doing comedy for for a great long while. Mm. I got back into got back into it in like 2014, 2015, just because I couldn't stay away no longer. And the the club just sort of was just an interesting domino in the way that it all started to fall because like there was a, there was a place in Hanover, which is pretty close to where I live. It's where my wife grew up in Hanover. And, uh, you know, they started having like an open mic night type of comedy. So I started going down there. It was wonderful, but then, you know, the place closed down. So Mm. I started, I started producing my own shows, you know, and I, you know, that's when we started calling them church of satire shows because that's just a cool ass name, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I did that for like a year. We had some success. We were doing shows all over the DMV area. And then one day I was just driving through downtown Hanover and I seen that same little cafe location. It was all boarded up. So I just started making phone calls. And like within 72 hours, I had signed a lease, like really happened fast. And, you know, I was before I knew it, I was just painting every single day. And then people started to <laughs> people started to come into my life with you know different perspectives and insight and skill and all of these things just sort of work together in this really magical way quite frankly i don't know how else to really put it um to really put the whole thing together and then we just started doing the shows and it just continued to get more and more popular which was uh really a bummer when things shut down when they did because we were doing really well oh yeah Comedy, comedy rolls in momentum. It, it's uh, uh it, it's it's trash. Uh, <laughs> this 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 pandemic. Uh, so when you um, it's crazy because um, when you was talking about the uh, that you you know you had kids and you took a break because I'm actually in that crossroads right now, where it's like this pandemic has basically forced everybody to um get somewhere and sit down. Is if that's the right the right phrase to say. But like in my mindset now, while sitting down, I'm like I'm enjoying this time with my kids, which you know, as a comedian, you don't get a chance to really enjoy that kind of time because you're either at an open mic or you're doing a show, and it's like no, it's really no days off like you really should, and you don't get that that time with your kids. What what um how how was that period when you was just like not doing comedy and just being a husband and a father? Well, during that time when I wasn't doing it, I was uh, I was a healthcare executive, mm-hmm. so I was not spending a lot of time with my family. <laughs> uh, I was I was working, you know, fifty plus sixty plus hours a week. I had like three hundred staff that I was responsible for. Mm-hmm. Um, prior to that, I'd worked like you know ten years in adolescent psych in New York and in Vegas, so. You know, I was um, I was spending a lot of time at work. My transition going back to comedy, oddly enough, has allowed me to be more present uh, as a father and as a husband. And then, you know, getting the club in Hanover, 
just makes it that much more accessible to me, you know, to hop on one of our mics when I need to, um, and still be like, you know, 10 minutes from home. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I've been thinking about retirement. Uh, well, not so much retirement. Just like, yeah, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> this is like, because uh, like I work my eight hours and I go home. You know, I don't go home because depending upon where I'm at, uh, you know, I go straight to the open mic because if it's like a Tuesday or whatever. So it's just weird to, uh, you know, have to go back into that, that mode again of just doing, you know, going to work. And being away that much, I don't know. This is something I randomly thought about trying to get some support. Well, that was always really hard, man. Like when I when I when I was working, because even when I was doing comedy in the early two thousands, like I still had a day job. Yeah. And you know, you go to work all day, and then you go to the mic afterwards, and then you know, if you got like a family and stuff at home, um, it can be a strain, you know, on on your family life to be like, hey, you know, I was uh, at an open mic. Sorry, I missed all that stuff. Uh, I made no money, by the way. So like, that's good. You know? Yeah. Uh, so it's tough, man. It's it's really tough. Now, like quitting your job and just, you know, going full time into comedy like, you know, that also <laughs> can suck. Uh, but uh, it's a hard balance, man, when you when you got a full time job and you're trying to do this. Um, you know, it's tough, man. It's definitely tough. It's not easy. There's no doubt about it. But, I mean, I retired. I mean, I call it retirement. Everybody else said I quit my job, but, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Would you call retirement? Everybody says you just you just walked out. Yeah, why, well, why not? Peyton Manning retired at 38 years old. What the hell can I do the same thing? Yeah. What's the difference? Uh, you know? <laughs> endorsements? Yeah, I didn't get any of those, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, not for a lack of trying, man. I tried to get Pledge Furniture Polish. I tried to get International Delight Coffee Creamer. I'm shameless, man. I'll try anything. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So um, I perform at the Church of Satire. Um, really great venue. And located Hanover, PA. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, when I learned of the location, I was absolutely terrified of <laughs> going down there uh, do, after doing my market research or whatever. But um, I saw. <laughs> I saw <laughs> you checked the census data? Is that what you checked? Yeah, yeah, I did my market research and I was like, I don't know about this one. So I, I had to bring as many of my friends with me as possible just in case. But um, yeah, we got you, man. It's, it's a special place, dude. And by place, I mean the club. Hanover is a cool town. It's made a lot of po- it's made a lot of positive gains, but you know uh, it is it is what it is uh, yeah. in terms of its location and and its relative uh, sort of um, I guess accessibility to uh, culturally diverse forms of entertainment. But the club is my belief, and I've always believed this was that the club just provides this sort of refuge where you know. Um, you could really just comfortably be yourself and, and speak whatever voice it is that you carry with you with confidence. And the room just supports that. And I'm, I'm sure you felt that because you had such a, you were in such a groove when you were up here. I think it surprises a lot of people yeah. when they come up here and they have the night that they have in the place that they have it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, when you, it's, it's, it's really like, don't judge a book by its cover. Just, just go up there do do what do what you do, do what you can, do what you must, <laughs> and let the chips fall where they may. And uh, 
you'd be surprised. I, I, some actually, some of my best sets I ever had are in with are with audience audiences like that, where I'm like, oh my god, I'm I'm one of one in the audience, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then it, it end up being one of those, oh my god, you know, one of those, you know, great great sets that you have and. You know, they want to buy you a beer, or they want to hand you a Bud Light, and, and, and it's like, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they they didn't realize how much, um, Hanover didn't realize how much it needed a comedy club uh, until they had it all, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, once they had it, it just sort of spread. It was, you know, we've had slow nights, don't get me wrong, yeah. but, um, you know, that momentum, it really just kept building and building and building um, to where when... When we had to close in mid-March, man, I think we were on like seven, seven to ten sellouts in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, like we were just smashing. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. The world happens, you know. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. So uh, just waiting it out. See what's up. I see some places are starting again, so that's that's encouraging. Yeah. So so how was, um, how, as a club owner, how is it, how are you handling the um, pandemic and, and um with the club and everything how you how you handling it it's been hard um i mean i've tried to utilize the time as best as my abilities so like you know i i made uh i did a lot of work up there we made some pretty cool upgrades um you know the showroom is uh it comfortably seats you know some more people um so that's good um you know we made some aesthetic improvements to it i'm pretty pumped about it but like as far as paying the bills you know i mean i think i was just proactive at the beginning where i was like you know what i have a feeling that we're going to be closed a lot longer than a month Mm -hmm. um so i kind of sort of hunkered down made a lot of phone calls made some arrangements uh reduced some of the internet like some of those things that you can do to sort of trim your monthly requirements uh because i was prepared to be shut down pretty much right up until we are now Mm -hmm. um I'll be honest, I was a little surprised to see stuff start opening, given, you know, how close it, it hasn't been that long since, like, New York City was, like, a total war zone over it. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't, um, I mean, I don't have, I mean, it is what it is. If people are going to open, that's great. I'm glad to see comedy starting back up again. But, like, I don't know what we're going to do just yet. We're just kind of hanging out for another couple of weeks at least uh, to kind of see what shakes loose. But financially, like, you know, the lights are still on in the place. You know, we're good at the location. Um, I don't really have too many concerns about, like, having to board the place up. Um, so it's really just a matter of getting through each week here at home, truthfully. Okay, okay. You don't, um, you know, because I, I in, uh, as a performer, I don't really anticipate, uh, unless it's like a favor or something, I don't really anticipate too much of me going out performing until at least – 2021 (laughs) yeah you know i mean listen man you're not you're not alone you know like uh as as um and i have to respect that for from comedians you know i mean now like i rely um since i left my since i retired from my job you know like uh you know the the income i make from my own individual performances they have a great deal to do with keeping the wheels turning at the club. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, no one's called me. Um, no one's tried to book me. So, 
uh, I guess right now I don't necessarily have to worry about it too much. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, hopefully from my own ego, I get a call at least uh, <laughs> uh, as as things start to open up. But you never know. Like you, you want to make the right decision by like safety and science. But, you know, at the same time, you're like, dude, like I, I got to pay back some bills that are that are late, you know. Um, so it's just, you know, it's, it's finding that right balance. So I feel you. You're not alone. You're yeah. not alone. I don't. I, I was looking at the numbers, especially with uh, everything starting to open back up and then immediately close back up. I'm like, ah, I, I was telling somebody, like, I don't see, I don't anticipate comedy coming back full fledged for like another six months. I see a lot of Zoom shows. Yeah, like, I, I've been trying yeah, to watch the Zoom show action, but well, and you know what, man, I, 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 I'm not hating on the Zoom shows, um, but. Um, you know, the format wasn't something that really excited me. Mm. Um, so, you know, I, I had other stuff that I could work on. Like I had the pub, the production of the two albums I've been working on. Uh, we got one released with Level Up Comedy. Uh, so like we did, you know, I made some stuff happen during quarantine that, you know, I needed the free time to be able to do it, I think. And this sort of allowed me to, to do that, start messing around with, you know, editing some videos and posting some stuff here at the farm with my family, which wasn't something I ever really did a whole lot of uh prior to quarantine but uh I'm, like i'm running out of stuff to do so <laughs> speaking speaking of those albums man let's talk about let's talk about one of them let's talk about the one you just released uh what, what's going on with that how how is that going what's what's up with that album what's, 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 what's uh that one that one came out that's video mm-hmm. 35 minutes 35 minutes uh that one came out on amazon prime mm-hmm. um like, I don't really know if it's doing well because, like, I don't know what other self-released albums from comedians that no one's heard of are doing <laughs> on platforms. So, yeah. like, like I don't know how to measure it against other ones, but I know that the response has been really good. Um, Glenn and Stephanie and Level Up did a great job uh, editing it and, you know, helping get it out there. And so I'm like, you know, I'm really thankful that they were involved and um, – like I said, response has been good, and that was a really fun weekend. So if if nothing else, it was cool to capture, uh, you know, a performance that I'm proud of, but at the same time, just capture having that much fun uh, to be able to remember it. Okay, is it on iTunes or uh, or just on Amazon? No, just just on Amazon Prime. Um, I got one. I'm hoping it'll be released here in the next couple of weeks. I'm just waiting on album cover art for it, but that one's going to release uh, on all of the audio. It's going to come out audio only in its entirety. But I do have some really really good cuts of video that I'm going to use for like promo on the, uh, the club's YouTube page. We'll start that up first. Um, start with a trailer that I, that, that one's the trailer's almost done. So we'll start with that. We'll give all the credits to everybody that worked on it in the trailer. And then uh, we'll sort of boost excitement as best we can with video and then release all uh, for the rest of it. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm, um, I just released the. Um, well, I, I'm, I just I'm working on my YouTube page now. Uh, as you know, I just I just released my uh, my album as well, but I actually have the footage for the uh, from the actual recording. So I was thinking about putting that on on YouTube as well. Um, yeah, that's what I'm doing, man. Like I I don't know about you, but the first comedy I ever listened to was was audio. Yeah. Um, and I just I don't know the first one. Um. 
the one that came out on Amazon, like I recorded that one after the one that I'm hoping to release here soon. I recorded a couple of years ago. Um, it just sort of sat on the shelf for a while. Uh, but I like the idea of doing it in audio. I can remember listening to, you know, live on the sunset strip with Richard Pryor on like vinyl when I was little. Um, there was always something about audio where you just sort of imagine the rest. And I kind of like that. Yeah. They, um, yeah, because you're basically taking their words and then you're picturing. You can actually use your imagination to see where they're going with it, versus the uh, the the video. Um, Part of me wants to meet somebody that's heard it and be like, "Oh, you know, I imagined you were taller or something <laughs> like that." You know, <laughs> it sounds like it would be a funny exchange. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I get uh, when people talk about uh, like my album, whatever. Because as a comedian, you know, you're always worried about the feedback. Um, and this is the first one that I actually released to the universe, you know, <laughs> for, you know, because the Internet and the world could be cruel. And uh, so far, a lot, of, a lot of the feedback has been positive. So, you know, it's like, oh, man, maybe I should release this other one that I've just had sitting on the shelf that, <laughs> that I never released. Cause... Yeah. I mean, what's the harm? You, you put it takes balls to put stuff out there, you know, because when you put stuff out there, you open it up to being ripped apart, man. Yeah. And you have the confidence and the faith that you're funny enough based on, you know, that you've been out working and making people laugh, but you never know, you, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. So it's always, it's always a little nerve wracking, but you get some good feedback off of it. It does sort of, you know, uh, motivate you to put that other thing out. Um, but then again, then you just worried they're gonna pan that one too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even even when I released the um, the video portion of my uh, of my album, it was funny because um, I released it. You know, YouTube does a, a copyright infringement, you know, thing. As soon as you post it, it's like, oh wait a minute, hold on. Uh, this is someone actually owns the rights to this to the, to, to to this to this video, and it's like I had to like dispute all of them. And I was like, hey man, you can't you gotta release it because I'm the one who actually is talking. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm me. You're, you're, you're disputing me, and I'm telling you, you can release it because it's me. And uh, it, yeah. it only took like a day or so, and they were like, "Okay, all right, I guess." So that, that, was, that was that was my ego. That was my that was my ego trip going up. Like, oh man, I had to I had to release my own my own album, dispute my own album. Yeah, right. <laughs> Violating your own intellectual property. Yeah. What was your um? What's the name of the album? Uh, which one? The one on Amazon? Or yeah, the, the one. Uh, Amazon. The one. On, the the one on Amazon Prime is uh, called Laid Back Maniac. Laid Back Maniac. <laughs> I could. That's a cool. Pick, I could. That's a cool title. I could. Pick that you know what? If if you gave me three choices and I had to guess one, I definitely would have picked Laid Back Maniac for you. For some yeah, that's a. Uh, I was ha- <laughs> I was happy with that with that title. <laughs> Craig, Craig, uh, Craig, who works, he designed the club. He said to me one time, he said, man, you know what? Maybe your skill in life is just naming stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Craig is the old dude, right? No, 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 no. You talking about Pat. Okay. Yeah. Pat takes all the pictures. Okay. Um, Pat's been working on this show for years. Uh, Craig, Craig got involved when we, when, when I found, uh, when I actually opened up the club. Okay. 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 All right. All right. But yeah, man. Um, shoot, we're gonna wrap this up, man. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Real quick, tell everybody how they get in contact with you, how they can find you on the social media webs, um, on, on the inner on the interwebs, how they get get on the album. 
Oh yeah, um, pretty, you can find pretty much everything, access to everything on the club's Facebook page, the club's YouTube channel. So it's Church's Satire Comedy Club, and that's on Facebook, and same thing on YouTube. So that's where everyone can get all that content. I just put my stuff up, up on that, uh, sort of piggyback off of the platform because there's you know there's more followers to the club than there is to to me personally. My my social media is not quite as uh, vast. Um, as, as some others, uh, especially, I don't know about you, but I've been like snoozing and, uh, reducing the amount of people that I'm connected to on social media since the middle of March, man. It's just been one opportunity after another to remove people, um, almost every day it seems. Oh yeah. 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 Um, for political reasons, just because you know what, I don't, I think you're stupid. Just any reason. I don't need much. I just be like, Oh, you're stupid. Pal. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Man, it doesn't take, it doesn't take much anymore. Like if I see something and I'm like, you know what, that just, that gives me a sideways hair, man. Like, goodbye. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I could, if I, like, if I don't get enough sleep the night before and they catch me on the wrong side of the bed, I'm like, yep. See you later. Uh, yeah, I've, because they just don't got time for it anymore. I know I'm not alone. I, I see a lot of people are doing that too. Yeah, a lot. There's a lot of um, snipers out there, and like Facebook for me now has become more of a uh, family and family and friends page. Not so much for um, comedy networking. Like I guess you know people still are getting booked through in you know the the Facebook Messenger or whatever. But um, I I just don't have the time anymore. Uh, all it took was really a one one good. Uh, <laughs> one good beef or you know whatever to be like you know what you're right we don't need all this <laughs> it is it reduce, sucks reduce 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 <laughs> yeah it sucks if, if if i uh if i was comfortable telling your viewers to call me on my phone number i would but i'm not yeah. so, <laughs> so they can they can find the club page and the youtube page mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's fine it's fine man but uh, yeah, man. Hey, Jim, this has been a pleasure, man. Thank you for coming on. Um, I have hey, you gotta let you, you gotta let me know when you get the the package I sent you. Okay, okay, yeah. I've been. I, 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 it just dawned on me when you said that you was doing some upgrades and stuff, and you said you had a gift for me. Everything. I got. Some, I got some for you. I got some for. You. I think you're gonna like it. Oh, it'll man. be there at the end. It'll be there at the end of the week. Okay. I've been wanting to. I've been wanting to do it for you for since you were up at the club. But I never got around to it, and I'm tying up loose ends with all this free time. Oh, so, man. yeah, you gotta let me know. I'm happy with it. I think you'll like it. Oh man, don't 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 you don't make me cry on my own show, man. Don't do me. Uh, <laughs> all right, Mike. Way well, hey, uh, keep in touch, man. When no you're doubt. ready to when you're ready to to book again, you you know how to get in contact with me. No doubt, man. All right, thank you. Take care, buddy. All right, man. That was my man, Jim Bryan, one more time. The owner, comedian, owner of his own comedy club, Mr. Jim Bryan, the Church of Satire. Just a really good conversation out of Hanover, Pennsylvania. Um, We're going to be right back on the Open Mic Radio Podcast as soon as I find me another drop. Because you need a drop. You can't just go, you just can't fade out. You got to have a drop. This is Candace. And not that drop, because that one has a little tweaky-tweaky sound to it. Uh, oh, but did y'all ever hear Deja's second drop? Hello, it's Deja, and you're listening to the Open Mic Radio Show. That was one of those outtakes um, before I whooped her in the shape and told her to do it right the first time. <laughs>
<laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that is it. Is I find, come on. Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Uh, but that was Jim Bryan, everybody. And that was my daughter. Uh, that was the outro. That was not an outro, but that was uh, an outtake from when my daughter and uh, I went before I whooped her into doing it correct. And that's our show, everybody. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, don't forget, check out my YouTube channel, Oh Might Be, on YouTube. Also, you go to my website, ohmightbe.com. One day I'm going to update it. Um, none of those, all those shows have, um, have been done and accounted for. Those checks have cashed, they've cleared. No checks have bounced in the making of this podcast. Also, uh, my album is currently out right now. Go ahead and check that out. Uh, promote might be on the um, on all the social on all, on all of the spread on all of the streaming sites. Also, I have my YouTube channel coming up. Got my daughter going to be on it with me as well. You can follow my daughter on TikTok. Uh, to all the fathers out there, Happy Father's Day! Happy Later Father's Day to you. Um, as we record this we have some more special guests coming up enjoy this second season we're starting off with a bang uh until we all meet again until the next episode on tuesday yay yay next tuesday that was whack um take me out charity Hey, it's your girl, Trady Sade. When I'm not hosting Comedical Relief at Wonderland Ballroom, you can catch me listening to the Open Mic Radio Podcast. 